Welcome back to Fine Beats and Cheeses, the podcast where we talk about our guilty pop culture pleasures that we actually don't feel guilty about at all. And you can't see that I'm um, bobbing my head along to that because this is audio. Hey, okay. So um, today, my my uh, usual co-host, uh, the Leslie Grace Jeter, is not here today. And we are also accompanied by producer Sam. Hello. Today hey. I'm playing the lovely co-host. Woohoo! <laughs> um, and oh, I Leslie usually does some little pun thing, and then she usually steals my pun thing. I guess my pun thing is going to be I'm always very animated. What? Okay. Um, today we have two special guests who are uh, part of my family, but part of producer Sam's immediate family because they are his wife and his son. Oh, what? Wow. Please welcome Nikki and Ryan Lewis. Hello. 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 <laughs> that was funny. I'm sorry. Hello. 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 Medea. We're not talking about Medea. That's a whole nother subject, but. Ooh, good subject. Great subject. Um, Raya, would you like to tell us what you have brought to us today? I have brought the world of anime. Um, so can you explain uh, what anime is to those of you who are listening to this who may not be familiar? So anime is uh, Japanese animations, typically. Um there's a bunch of different companies that have them. There's a bunch of different styles for it, but that is just like Japanese animations uh, that are done. And they're very common, actually. If people have heard of uh, Studio Ghibli, uh, those are considered anime. Those are like one of the biggest animes and they drop them frequently, drop the movies for them, but those are considered anime as well. So what is the difference between anime and what we would consider sort of Western animation? It would just be that it didn't originate here. So anime would just be uh, Japanese, uh, I guess, writers and the style, I guess. Yeah, I, was, I was aiming at the style because the style is very different than... Because there's different Disney styles or... of anime because there's a bunch of different kinds. Like One Piece looks vastly different from Jujutsu Kaisen. Uh, Jujutsu, Ka Jujutsu Kaisen looks very different from that time I was reincarnated as a slime. So there's different like styles of it, like different art styles for it. But I love this every day. It's it's like my child is speaking English, and yet no words go together the way I expect them to. <laughs> okay, what I could say, I love again. This is audio, and you can't see it, but both Nikki and Sam are um watching um like when when raya speaks i don't know there's just this awesome like look of oh he's saying something that's really smart and awesome and i love yeah. listening to him and that i know he's like yeah, mom and dad but no that is a look of i have no idea what he's talking <laughs> about but i'm gonna smile and nod you wear I have no well. idea what's going on here but i'll act like i do if smile you like naruto boys, you would know away. where that came from mom it, it's like my my child um still into pokemon but also now also very into soccer 
and he'll talk forever. He goes, that's like the World Cup where France was playing Germany and blah, 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 blah. And this other guy stole the ball. And I'm like, great. I have no idea what any of that meant, but you're excited about it. So let's go with it. So that was actually one of my questions. One of the questions that Sam asked. So is there American anime? Like in the style? I think there's been, there's been one guy that tried to classify something as an anime for it, but it, did not succeed but i have not seen like something that was like created by americans published and produced by americans that has been classified as an anime okay. and it's not that like i wouldn't classify it as that it's just i have not seen something that would be all right what's the relationship between anime and um th most of them come from an associated manga so give us a quick definition of manga and the and the the one to the other. Wait. Explain that. <laughs> now you explained it to me the other day, so don't make me explain to you what you explained to me. No, I'm asking like what do you What mean? is the relationship between so um the one piece uh, uh -huh. is there's two different scales of there's the thing that's written, and then there's the animated, the anime, which are, what is, what's the relationship? Because you talk about, um, oh, like uh, My Hero Academia, for instance, where it's a year or two ahead of the animation. Right, I'm well, the animation the... is a year or two behind. Yes. The, the manga is yeah. a year or two ahead. So explain what manga They're coming from is. the same place. Can you explain oh, what manga is? It's uh Japanese cart uh, not cartoons, uh comic books. It it'd be pretty similar to that. Cuz there's different kinds like I think in Korea there's uh manhwa uh for it. Uh I can't remember what the Chinese name for it is. Uh, I'm like looking at my manga collection right now, my small little six book collection. I'm like I guess the only way that it would be different would it it's just like Japanese publications. But what what I was getting at was that most of the well a lot of the animes that you have introduced into the house are course they correspond to mangas which happened first. Yes. So that's what I was asking like do the do the animes usually follow the mangas? Or they just take it as a jumping off point? A lot of, there are some that don't follow, like Tokyo Ghoul. They loosely follow the manga, but the ending for the manga and the anime are completely different. So some mm -hmm. shows completely like fall off of what it's supposed to be. Uh, Naruto is known for their filler episodes. So these episodes have never happened in the manga. They're not canon. Uh, um, they don't exist like in the universe of that story, but it's like uh, if the manga is slowing down or they're not producing enough episodes to like where it is, they'll release uh, filler episodes. So it's just like, oh, the manga is being held off. We don't have enough content to make stuff on. So we'll just kind of do like a beach episode, a, a hospital episode, anything like that. They typically throw those in there as just like a, a placeholder 
All right. So in in the in the uh, fine beets and cheeses tradition, yes. <laughs> um, I I think you know a lot of people find anime manga to be kind of cheesy. Yes. Very <laughs> you, cheesy. Do Do you accept that definition? Are you happy yeah, with definition? Absolutely. I love oh, it. There's on. some. There's some manga and anime that I read specifically, like read and watch because it is cheesy. Like there's some things that I like watching because it like it's heart wrenching and it feels mm. like, oh my gosh, this was so, wow. But some of them, uh, like that time I was reincarnated as a slime, I watched that solely because it's cheesy. It's got nowhere to go but that with that title, I don't think. No. It is so cheesy. And that I watch it because title. of that. Would I, would I regret asking you what it's about? Yeah, this guy gets stabbed in the middle of the road. He gets <laughs> what? Trying to say, he gets stabbed by, his, uh, by a guy that's trying to mug one of his friends. And then he gets reincarnated in this new world as a slime. But he's completely overpowered in this universe. Um... And so even though slimes are supposed to be low-level monsters, uh, because he chose, like, with the little, I think they call her the world voice or something, um, she basically is, like, the little thing that'll talk in your head and give you stats on everything and, like, help you power up. Uh, because he was like, I never want to be hurt again. I don't want to do anything dangerous. I don't want to feel bad ever again. He basically was completely, like, overpowered. Uh, in the show so there's no way that a slime would realistically like when it comes to slimes uh would be as powerful as that but he is and everyone is like oh there's no way this slime is gonna be like really powerful you're just a slime and then he defeats every person that he comes by that's like trying to sabotage him you so had to ask sam you just had to ask that <laughs> That's what we're here for, Mom. We're here to listen and learn. Yes, <laughs> opening our yes. minds. It's so is so. My life is this. My re, I. What was it called? That time I was reincarnated as a slime. That time I was reincarnated as a slime. Is this um? This is a manga or is it an anime? Both. Is it, it's both. Okay. Um. What what drew you to anime and can you remember the first anime you watched or got into i think i was 10 or 11 and i had a cousin who watched anime and he was really heavy into bleach which is a different uh manga and anime it came out in 2006 hmm. um and i wasn't really interested in that um which is funny because now i watch it as an adult i watch it now um but i wasn't really into bleach so he was like we're gonna watch something else so the first anime that i ever watched was ranma one half and it came out i think in 89 oh um it's an older anime uh but i gotta say like i kind of i occasionally watch it now like i used to watch it all the time in my teens and then i kind of fell out of anime and then when i think i was 17 or 18 i got back into it uh and i haven't turned back <laughs> and uh it's funny because i actually have friends now that call me a uh 
actually mostly for one piece but they call me a one piece jehovah's witness because i'm always trying to preach to people to watch one piece like it's so good it does everything anybody could ever want it's just so multifaceted that like there's nothing you won't like about one piece but you don't have to pay attention to the fact that it's a thousand episodes just ignore that what do you think feel like you need to lead with that child (laughs) Oh, that is a thousand episodes. What do you think of the Netflix live action version of One Piece? I didn't hate it. Okay. Uh, it wasn't like it didn't. Yeah, mom loved it. Dad loved it. I think they both like it more than they liked the anime. Uh, I personally am like a ride or die for the anime. Uh, I know it's long. I finished it in eight months. Uh, yeah, I finished it in eight months. I got through a thousand seventy episodes. So I could, yeah, just so I could see like one of the biggest fights that was anticipated for the series. But what's what's funny is I think I I think your mother and I both loved the live action for exactly the reason you were kind of ambivalent about it because it crammed a whole lot of episodes and plot points into one fairly concise story. Yeah. And we're I like old, I, we're old. We don't have I, time for that. <laughs> I like it being drawn out. I like seeing like every little thing. Cause one of the main things that like one of the main reasons why it's so long is because Oda, the uh mangaka for it, he puts in little details that will make sense like 200 episodes later. Yeah. Whereas the Netflix said- guys pulled those in as they went. So the fact yeah. that you said 200 episodes later is is hilarious because yeah. like <laughs> thousand episodes that's wild it, yeah so uh like there's something going on in the anime that's being put out now <laughs> that there was little eggs that were dropped in the first hundred episodes of the show so it's like the first hundred episodes the literally the first hundred episodes like it has not shown up at all there's been no little semblance of it making any sense until it hit 1076 for the episode now this does bring up an interesting point that i actually love about anime and japanese manga and animation in general is that there's one brain directing one piece it's all coming it's all coherent and it's all coming out of one one guy's imagination there's lots of people involved in it, lots of people adding to it but there's one guy that is making it and it makes sense which most Western animation doesn't really. Right. Because there's 700 people in it and, you know, people can do stupid things and they can, you know, the guy who signs the checks can just go like, oh no, we're going to do something that'll make us more money. So I, I don't, I don't know. Raya, is that, is that a, a usual thing? Cause I feel like a lot of the, a lot of the mangas, especially some guy just started drawing it and writing it and then it gets picked up and, gets big but it it usually starts with one guy just doing it yeah that's what i like about one piece and jujutsu kaisen mostly even though i have my qualms about gege akutami i got beef with them (laughs) but Uh, who is who is that sweetie uh, we we are the uninitiated you need to say who these people are (laughs) so gege akutami is uh the mangaka for jujutsu kaisen and what's they, a mangaka? Can you tell us what that is? They're the uh, authors of the manga that they're writing. All right, rock on. So Gege Akutami is the one that created Jujutsu Kaisen. <laughs> I think the English translation is Sorcery Fight, 
but I don't think I've ever seen anyone called Jujutsu Kaisen Sorcery Fight. Uh, they are, uh, they have no confirmed gender. They don't show themselves. They aren't like, they literally are like, I write and that's all I do. Um, but they're, uh, I love their writing style and I love their form of storytelling. I like how they uh, kind of put little things here and there that are like, oh, what's this? And it makes people think about it. And then when they finally like kind of spill like what this was, it's like, oh my gosh, I didn't even think of that. Or I thought about that, but this is absolutely worse than I could have imagined. Um, and it just kind of, they just leave people like jaws on the floor. Cause it's like, oh geez, this is crazy. Uh, but it's like, this is one person writing the entire thing and keeping the story going and after five or six years they're still dropping stuff that has people like oh really like this is crazy so i yeah i do like that about a lot of japanese uh mangas is that it's just the storytelling is like impeccable is that why you think that Americans, number one, are drawn to it, but also, too, why there is so much American um, movies and TV shows that are either remakes of anime things or are based on anime. Like, I went and did a, a Google search before this about things that either are anime-tinged or are actually based on anime. Like, I didn't realize that the movie Black Swan with... Uh, Natalie Portman was based on an anime. Um, did not know that. So what do you think is the draw for American companies or more Western companies to want to even adapt anime into other non-anime things? I think part of it is this was good and it was accepted really widely, but I think we can make it better. I'm going to say I have not seen very many adaptations, like Western adaptations of things, mm. like especially live actions that have been better than the original piece. Like Netflix did a Death Note live action, which if I did, sorry, if I didn't know what <laughs> Death Note was and I'd never seen Death Note, the anime, the musical, the manga, if I'd never seen any of them, there's also a Death Note musical. If I had wow. never seen any of that, Although the because musical of is, is. Is, is Western. <laughs> the musical is Westernized, but it's still wonderful. Uh, I like that. But uh, if I hadn't seen that, then I would have thought as a standalone, the Death Note movie would have been great. But having seen the anime, read the manga, and uh, kind of... I saw the musical a little after the movie, but I still loved it. Uh, <laughs> but that's just because I like musicals. That's a completely different thing. Uh it would have been great. I think it could have been great, but that's if you've never seen it or had no interest in the original work. But there are lots of things that I see that are like westernized live actions that I don't think are great. One thing I did like about the One Piece live action that Netflix put out was that Oda, the guy who wrote it, uh, had like a heavy hand in the entire thing. That's good. So he also he had veto like, power, which was good. Yeah, he gave the okay for everything. It's like if he didn't want something, it wouldn't get put in. So that's one thing I did like about it. I'm glad that they kept his, sorry, say so in there. Well, it's funny because like... it was. Just... Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, go ahead, Sam. 
because uh, it was the same. I mean, it's Netflix. I think it was even the same production house that did <laughs> um the Cowboy Bebop remake. Mm. I was okay with for like two episodes, and then I'm like, you're doing, you're, it's too close to the anime. You're, you're <laughs> I started to hate it after the second episode. <laughs> Do you and feel like because it was too close to the anime? Well, the the reason the so an anime and a live action are obviously different creatures because actual humans can only do so many things in so many ways. Right. If you're building real sets and things, they have to be you know, if you're gonna try and match the anime, they have to be incredibly complicated, or you have to cut out some of the big stuff and focus small, which I think One Piece did brilliantly. A lot of things happened in rooms that didn't necessarily in the original animation, and it was fine. didn't Didn't cost anything story wise. Whereas the you know Cowboy Bebop was literally scene for scene. They tried to shoot it identically, and it just didn't work. Do you feel like the westernized versions of these things dumbed them down, or? What is it like the difference? Like Raya, you were saying that you haven't seen any <clears throat> that are as good as the originals. And Sam, you said that you thought things were like too much like it. So do why why do you think Westerners feel this need to um make things more westernized and not just accept the original? I'd say inclusivity, like wanting to kind of fit in and be like, oh, maybe we can do this better. Maybe we can make this like have the same hype for it i think a lot of it is like a money a money grab type thing mm -hmm. if that makes sense where they're like oh this Absolutely. did really well uh let's see if we can do it better or if we can get the same amount of traction for it and it doesn't always work out like that like i don't hear anyone talk about the death note live action anymore like that's mm -hmm. one of the main things that i like was so mad about i'm like oh a death note live action let's watch it i haven't heard of death note since middle school let's see and I was thoroughly underwhelmed by it, mm -hmm. which got me back into the anime and obsessing over it for like six months. I'm terrified they're going to try and do Attack on Titan. Oh, I know. Attack on Titan is doing too much right now. Attack on Titan part three, uh, season five, part two of part three of part four. <laughs> I can't do it anymore. I can't so, do it anymore. So what is Attack on Titan? It's a anime? Yes, uh, I do think that they have live action stuff too, but I haven't seen it. Uh, but that is Japanese live action things for it, that ah. adaptation. But I haven't, I haven't gotten around to it because Attack on Titan horrifyingly is not like bad. It is. Yes, I could see how trying to get the so, Titans okay. to look. So Attack on Titan, uh, the, the the Titans are basically these humanoid, gigantic mad science bred monsters that attack this sort of world on another world in yeah it's it's a whole space opera thing and it's big and convoluted and complicated but it's big and convoluted and complicated and it has monsters that are impossible to film mm. that's one that i'm not allowed to watch no you Why? will not enjoy that at all we don't think that she would enjoy it. She doesn't. It doesn't seem like something that she would enjoy. But I also didn't think Jujutsu Kaisen would be something she would enjoy. I did. So. Oh, I was gonna say I, I did not think she would enjoy Jujutsu Kaisen. But I, I, I didn't think preach. she'd like One Piece at all. So yeah, we don't. We can't gauge. We just go by. <laughs> Nikki puts out rules and we try and follow them. 
Okay, that's so funny. Um, a couple of months ago, maybe like last month when it was out, uh, my husband and I were looking for a movie to go see for date night. And I was like, oh, there's this Gran Turismo. Let's go see that. And my husband was stunned. But it's because I didn't know what it was about. I thought that it was, I, I didn't know it was based on the video game. I thought that it was some like old, like Italian race car thing. And that's why it was called Gran Turismo. It's going to be set like the 1920s and people were wearing like, little page boy hats. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. I've been quoting it and using it as metaphors for many, many, many things. But <laughs> it's funny that, again, that he was stunned that I said that I wanted to see that because, again, I did not know what it was. <laughs> but yet still liked it. Yeah. yeah. So in our house, Nikki is much more in into or open to the anime thing. I do not have the attention span. I'm good for about three episodes of anything, and then I'm over it. Like except the One Piece live action. Yeah, except One Piece sucked me in, I'm and so I wasn't glad. anticipating it. I was just like, oh, I can't stop watching this. This is really good. I've done my duty. <laughs> I have done my due diligence. Yes, Ryan has sucked me in. Uh, he started me off with My Hero Academia. And got me involved in that, which uh, upset me because my favorite character got uh, killed off. Oh. But, uh, well, no, not really. Ish, whatever. Um, spoiler alert, he's not dead, but he was for a while. And a year. A year. Like a year. over a year. And I told Raya I was never going to watch another anime that he recommended again because of that. But, of course, I did. Survey says that was a lie. <laughs> Okay, that's hilarious. Yeah, I never watched anime or manga at all until a few years ago uh, because it was just one of those things. I wasn't into, I'm not into comic books and I kind of put manga on the same level as comic books and by association, anime, which, you know, I, I would watch cartoons, but anime was too much like manga, which is too much like comic books. So I just sort of lumped it all together. And was not interested in Raya's tour up and down. I would like my hero academia. So I said, okay, I'll watch a couple episodes and give it a shot. And, and he was correct. Yes, he I was. was right. Yeah. I was right. I know yeah. I'm right. <laughs> Again, what's so funny? Sometimes. What's so funny though is that um we didn't realize uh looking back that there were pop culture American uh, anime things that we didn't know about. Speed Racer. I, I I knew Speed Racer, but I did not recognize it as anime. Even you look back now, you see the oh, 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 right? Like you see, you see all of all of that. And um uh Kimber the White Lion, which we used to watch um about anime? That was anime, 70s, 80s. And then um <laughs> Disney owes them something. Exactly. And then the Lion King, based on that, Simba Kimba. Like traced I, over that. Exactly. And also though, you know, it's public domain, but it's all it's all Hamlet. So it's all, you know, no one has to pay William Shakespeare anymore because public domain, but again, it's all it's all Hamlet. But all that to say, there were things that we did not realize, or that I, I say we a lot, I did not realize were anime 
that were anime. We, if you would ask us, we would have said, oh, it's Japanese maybe, but we did not realize that it was part of this larger thing and that it was seeping into, and I'm, and this is, you know, 70s, 80s, you know, we grew up, your, you know, parents and I were born in the early 70s. So when we were, I know for me, when I was aware of stuff, aware of Speed Racer, for example, it was the late 70s, early 80s. And um, I don't know, it's, it's very interesting, the things that you don't know, that you actually know, <laughs> until you like do some research. And it turns out there's a, a friend of mine from high school uh, was the um, like executive director or whatever writer for um, Last Airbender. Hmm. Uh, Aaron Ehas went to um, high school with. And so that's pretty freaking cool. But again, I would not have been able to tell you that until I looked and saw that Aaron was doing that. I was like, oh, oh, okay. That makes sense. And it's so funny that you bring up uh, Avatar because there's lots of like infighting in the community of fans for it. I don't really like Avatar, even when it came out when I was like a kid, I didn't really like it. But there's lots of like combat when it comes to whether or not Avatar can be classified as anime. Why would it not? Uh, I think because when people were talking about it from what I've seen again I do not I'm not interested in Avatar it is not something that I've ever like enjoyed watching uh, it's just always been something that I haven't liked is I think somebody was saying like it was either whoever wrote it or whoever animates it uh, it's not like a Japanese uh, film production or it's not a Japanese company that produces it uh, so it's not uh, anime Okay. I have no idea who was a part of it. I'm not a part of the group or the fandom at all. I just kind of see what people that I, I follow on Twitter and like TikTok and everything, uh, people that I'm close to when it comes to anime that I've like become friends with, it, they're into it. And I just kind of sit there nodding my head and smiling when they talk about it because I have right. no clue what's going on. I'm just happy to be there. <laughs> Uh, but that's like one of the things that I see fight like fighting about, and I'm like, I have no idea. I'm not gonna lie. I'm just here. Are there smile any and wave? Go ahead. Smile <laughs> and wave, pretty much. Exactly. Smile and wave. That's it. You just gotta be like, okay, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Are there any other things that we know of that are anime inspired that we don't realize are? that you can think of? Or does it matter and does anyone care? I was gonna say, I don't, I can't think of anything right now, but that's mostly because I can't think of anything. Right. So it's kind of funny. There are a million <laughs> things and I couldn't, I couldn't begin to enumerate them, but um, that was, especially in like the eighties and nineties, that was a mind that Hollywood studios could dig in and people wouldn't know it. So, like with Disney just ganking the entire, literally, almost sell for sell, Lion King was just, it was, it was, I wasn't joking. It was, it's almost traced. It's that bad. Well, but, but, uh, you know, the American audience didn't know that. And it was, it's, I'm sure somebody paid money somewhere, but, there's, I suspect there's a lot more of that than we think there is, but mm. it just wasn't, it wasn't big in the culture until the 2000s. Um, 
because I was I've made cosplay stuff for people since I was in high school. So I've run across it and I just I learn enough to know what the character is supposed to look like and how the you know costume is supposed to move. And I've been doing that since I want to say 85, 86. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's it's been there and it's been a, it's been in, an influence. But it's been it was it was under the radar for a long time. So there's a lot of well, like, I mean, you, you've already listed like, oh, hey, you know, Speed Racer. Well, yeah, in retrospect, of course it was. But right at the time, I wouldn't I wouldn't have said that at the time necessarily. Um, But now now it's being known as its own thing. And and I'm going to say some thanks to Marvel for that ilk of of entertainment being socially acceptable anymore so now it's now it's you know you can have you can have a meaningful discussion about the variations on one piece and and it'll be it'll be a cultural thing and you can say you can make an argument about live action versus the anime versus the manga and they are three three very different experiences you know like i'm sorry go ahead I was the same as you were talking. I pulled up this list of films directly influenced by anime, not right. anime remakes, but films influenced. And I'm like, didn't realize a lot of these, like the movie Her that had Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is based on um, the anime Chub Chubbits, Chubbits, and then uh, uh, one Pacific Rim, which duh, of course oh, it yeah. is, but right. I didn't realize it. And that's the thing when you when once you know. It's like, well, obviously, but I, it just didn't occur to me at the time. Inception is based on the anime Paprika that was out in 2006, which I didn't know. Um, the Matrix uh, was based on, I thought it was, a. have heard it was based on, a, I thought it was based on, a, um, what do you call it? A, um, a novel. A, yeah, a graphic novel, but it's based on, or get some influence from a, a Ghost in the Shell um, anime. So it's really amazing how, you know, these things are influenced by something, but Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Yeah. I, th- I think we're looking at the same list. And if yeah. we are, <laughs> if we are, Nikki, go down to number one. Okay. The same list. What? <laughs> Creed three is based on Dragon Ball Z and Naruto. Yeah, and wow. and so Michael B. Jordan, who is the star and the director of that movie, he's a fan. He's uh, a fan say? of Naruto and uh, Michael B. Jordan. He's a he watches anime. He's a fan of Naruto and Dragon Ball Z. He's a big he's a big anime fan, which makes him all the more attractive. He's no, cute cute. <laughs> Yeah, cutie, cutie, Dang. Cutie, cutie, I say that like I'm not like oh Megan the Stallion though she's a nerd she cosplays too. <laughs> nerds of all nerds of all the genders of all the yeah he looks like a little nerd though like in the yes. very best way in yes, the very best really does. way because I'm married to a nerd. Um, he's and, a cool uh, nerd though. What'd you say? He's a cool nerd though. Yeah. Which is funny because that's like an oxymoron, but there you go. Yeah, he's adorable. Hey. Uh, hey. <laughs> What'd well, you I'm say, Sam? I'm a nerd, so it's okay. I'm going so cool nerd, too, so I get it. That's because I, I have mean, been described by, by current company as a 
you're a nerd, but kind of a cool one. Well, I mean, that's like kind of funny about this whole podcast, right? Is that we're all nerds about something, you know, there are things that seem to be typical nerdy stuff, maybe, but I, I would say just about anything, like we did it just to show about wham, the fact that we can talk about a lot about that makes us kind of wham nerds. When we, last sister and I went to see Duran Duran, um, last month and we were like standing up on like deep cuts that like a lot of people like didn't know. I mean, there were huge, huge Duran Duran fans there, but like they were playing like stuff that no one cares about from, you know, 35 year old albums. And Leslie and I are like, yes, last chance <laughs> on the stairway. Nobody cares about last chance on the stairway, but um, I don't know. It was all that to say where everybody is nerdy, usually about something. It's that some of us just get better, you know, have better publicists, I guess. So does anime and manga fall under nerd or geek? Da. I'd say that has to do with how you interact with it more than the subject matter itself. What's the difference mm. between a nerd and a geek? Oh, there's a fight for another day, probably. <laughs> oh no. Okay, so I, I'm trying to remember because I saw a description of it. So a nerd is like there's there's this uh, Venn diagram that's really cool that breaks down nerd, geek, and what's the other one? Dork. But. A nerd is the more intellectual, like a nerd is the person that gets straight A's on a roll and plays chess all the time and that sort of thing. And also maybe is involved in things like reading comics and things like that. A geek is all about the culture. Like they're the ones that are gonna go to the cons and the cosplay and, and really get, you know, collectibles and all that stuff. But there is overlap. Um, that's that's how I've I've read descriptions of, of the definitions. Cause I was trying to figure out where I fell. Actually, I was trying to figure out where Sam fell, but <laughs> but also that's so also, funny. But also, I'm pulling my, up the Venn diagram now. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. It, it's pretty funny. One of so, them had included stalker and one. <laughs> so there's there's three main circles where it's intelligence social ineptitude and obsession yes. so the mix between intelligence and obsession is geek the mix between intelligence and social ineptitude is dweeb the mix between uh social ineptitude and obsession is dork and the mix between all three is nerd so intelligence social ineptitude and obsession equals the nerd <laughs> So I always say I'm going to put stuff in the show notes and I never do, mm. but this would be, remind me, Sam, this would actually be a really cool thing for us to put up the week that we uh, do this episode to put up on social media because- Raya's got homework. <laughs> I'm about to send it- To your aunt Lynn. I, I'm about to send you the Venn diagram now. Because <laughs> she will forget. That's, because... And I did see one that had stalker on it too. And that one yeah. was like obsession mixed with- uh, Social ineptitude, those that combination equals people that think stalker or something like that, which I, or sociopath. I don't know. Oh, I was like, ooh, ooh, ugh, ooh. I, found an, I found another one that adds a fourth uh, circle of emotionally unstable. Oh, mm. Lord. I, f I feel and, like I'm I'm running outside of this diagram. <laughs> yeah, let's let's use the kinder friend, the kinder gentler one that Raya first. Uh, 
mentioned that doesn't have stalkers and uh, sociopaths or that type of thing. Okay, that's wild. Ryan, what's the bare minimum? So Raya is somebody who's been in love with this stuff for a while. So this might be a not an easy thing to answer, maybe something you can't answer. What would you say if you had a favorite anime, what would it be? So all time, I want to say One Piece. All ah, time. Your mother was said that. She yeah, she's right. Because I literally I finished it in eight months. I got over I got through a thousand episodes in eight months uh literally spent like all my free time watching it i'm like doing the dishes i'm watching one piece i have it playing i'm simply, exi simply existing in the house i watched like 30 episodes you watched way more than that you've gotten through a lot of episodes without realizing <laughs> I'm on 121 i think or something like I'll that. Be just walking through the room <laughs> you've gotten through you got I'm through at least 400 <laughs> Because you yeah. knew arcs before, like when I'd say, oh, we got to the Wano arc, and you're like, I don't like that I know what that is. <laughs> I don't like that I know where you are in the show. Yeah, if there's ever any game show where it's a million dollars and I have to answer that question 100%, I'm like, got it. <laughs> okay, that's hilarious. But uh, I will say like overall, all time, it'd be one piece just to like get it through. But I do go through periods of time where I'm like, Eh, this isn't a thing that really interests me anymore. Uh, don't really care for it. But I always end up going back to them. Like, I'll obsess over one show for, like, three, four, five months, then move on to something else, and then go back to something that I loved two years before then that I completely forgot about, and then spend the next four months obsessing over that one again and just kind of go into it. Like, it's like a weird little cycle. It's like, I find new things and I'm like, oh, I love this. Then those get put on the back burner for something that I watched when I was 15. And then I go what back to it. sad is when you do that after sucking me into something that and you lose interest in it and I'm, I'm still watching it. And I'm like, did you read the manga? And I was like, like, nope. Oh, no, no. And then he just leaves me with something he sucked me into. So that's, that's a little hurtful. <laughs> you know, I am kind of sad that you're not watching Welcome to Demon School. I haven't had time, kiddo. And and then, and then like, they suck me into stuff and I don't watch it the way Ryo watches it. Like, I don't tend to mainline stuff for, you know, hours and hours and weeks and weeks on end. And so then Ryo's like, you haven't been watching such and such. I'm like, yeah, because I'm working and having a, you know, life. Thing. that's so crazy are you implying that i have no life don't answer that no. don't answer that you just have different lives that are focused on on different yes things. my <laughs> favorite thing is when ryan goes like i can't even imagine why people watch this and then episode 300 i love this i'm like i swear you just were mocking people y'all are missing a visual on this because raya is 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 all called out on this one? <laughs> you didn't have to say that though. You you didn't even you didn't have to say that. <laughs> Me with Naruto. That's what that's I why love, I know what's coming. Yeah. Like, what oh, I love is, is when Raya is watching stuff and actively talks to the TV at characters as if they're standing right there. Because and you I have to people, yell at them. I know people do that, but you do it. You do it really well like a lot <laughs> like, i'll be upstairs and i'll hear yelling and i come what's wrong 
oh, so-and-so. And then, then there's a long explanation that I didn't necessarily ask for. I just wanted to make sure they weren't being attacked. <laughs> and it's something on it. Yeah, so definitely, definitely gets immersed, uh, my son, in, in the uh in Start the yelling. I'm like, Mom, Guy Sensei and Kakashi are fighting right now. What do I do? I'm like, turn the TV <laughs> off. I mean, <laughs> if it's causing you that much trauma, turn the TV off. <laughs> that is me with Jujutsu Kaisen. It is damaging me, but I can't put it down. I can't. I can't. I mean, you were willing to break our bond of watching it together. If I had said no last night to you watching it, you would have watched it anyway. Mm-hmm. I just know it. We watched we watched Jujutsu Kaisen Thursday nights. Well, actually, we usually wait till Friday. It comes out Thursday nights. We usually watch it Friday. And, you know, I am not at home right now. So I get this message from Raya last night, uh, night before last. Yes, I'm calling you out. I should have counted them ahead of time. By message, you mean 300 messages. Yeah, and it's like, please, please. please. Like, all those are pleases taking up literally the whole length of my phone. Please let me watch tonight. So what I did was I just said, I'll watch it at the same time so we watched it at the same time and then talked about it afterward okay that's awesome <laughs> i was so i was i was i was hoping that you could hear the desperation in my message i could read it yes i was hoping that you could pleases. feel the desperation yes, I because i almost said no i know because you took so long to reply i was like <laughs> what if she says no to me Best prank I ever played was when Raya couldn't watch. Where were you? I don't know. You were doing something. And I said that I watched the episode without him. And the look on his face, if I, I wish I had a camera, the look on his face was such utter betrayal. And it was at the point where I saw tears welling up. I'm like, okay, okay, this joke has gone too far. <laughs> it was pretty bad. I was like, why would you do that? Yeah. I was holding off for a whole two weeks to watch with you. And then you were like, oh, I watched it. And I'm like, betrayed. I was betrayed. Yes, it was pretty bad. Great joke, though. I was so, oh, I, was, I was so, I felt so betrayed. I was like, there's no way that she would do this to me. That is, <laughs> I wouldn't call it child abuse, but it's something. Not it's good. definitely something. It's psychological. It's psychological warfare. That's what that was. Hilarious is what it was. (laughs) It was not. It wasn't funny to be. Okay, mental health professional. I know you're a therapist and you like hurting my feelings. Reality acceptance. It is a cartoon. (laughs) Oh no, I'm sorry. It was not about the cartoon. No, it was not about watching the show. It was about you watching it without me. After I waited two whole weeks and missed two episodes to watch with you. That was the problem. I was hurt because of that. You laughed later. It was funny. I did. And like three <laughs> days later when I was like, okay. I'm yeah, that was the three days I didn't come out of the garage. Like, Y'all done? Nope. I was so hurt. Back I go. <laughs> well, so why the question your dad asked you towards the beginning of mm-hmm. the uh episode is a question that we usually ask uh is one of the last things that we asked. It was a great way to begin this conversation. Mm-hmm. And it was if you think it's cheesy and if you care at all. And so the answer was yes, cheesy, don't care. Don't care at all. 
I have people that I work with and most of the people that like I, at my current job right now, uh, they are kind of nerds. They're like, like uh, the guy that is my boss, he watches Dragon Ball Z uh, in our work group chat. He uses gifts from the anime to like tell people they've done good jobs. That's uh, awesome. So he does that. Uh, and then one of my coworkers, I just got her into uh, this anime called Gangsta. And it's written by a woman. Um, and you rarely see those where they're actually like written by a woman and they come out and they're like, yes, the person that wrote this is a woman. But it is, that has to be, I think my set, like if I were to put them like in a top five, One Piece would be number one, Gangsta would be number two. Because that's something that I can always go back to and watch. It is such a wonderful piece of media. And I was so hurt that they aren't going to animate it anymore. Like I'm oh. planning on getting the entire series, the manga, uh, when I can. Because I think it's like $150, $160 after tax for like all 12 volumes. Wow. So I'm like, I have to I have to get this at some point. I need it. Uh, but I like kind of try and leak it into the people around me. I'm like, hey, have you ever heard of this form of media? Let's watch this. I think this would fit you really well. And it works. They're like, oh, I would never be into something like that. And then they like watch an episode or two. And they're like, two days later, I get a text at two in the morning. They're like, I just finished this. I hate you so much. It was so good. Where's the rest of it? I mean, I can tell you um, when we decided we we're going to do this, your mom said, can you watch the first episode? of the live action One Piece on Netflix. And I knew that it came out and actually was semi-interested when it came out because again, did not know what it was and mm -hmm. then kind of waited on it. And I kind of felt like that, like I started watching it and I was like, yeah, I'm going to watch all of this. Um, and I am mad that I'm going to watch all of it, but I'm, <laughs> but I'm secretly actually happy. Because um, it's good. I can honestly say that Raya has changed my perception of it because like that whole question of do I think it's cheesy and do I care? Um, I would have said, yes, I think it's cheesy. And I would have said, yes, I, I care. Like I wouldn't tell anybody I was watching this. <laughs> like, I, I keep that seriously. Like, no, I don't want anime. What, what are you talking about? But now I don't care. And um, I actually talk to people about it, have mentioned it to people get into discussions with people about it to the point where a former coworker now chats with Raya about it because he was trying to talk to me and was going into detail. I was like, oh, nope, you need to talk to somebody else. It's not me. But we got into it because I mentioned anime. So, you know, it's, it's, it's a thing that I used to look at a certain way, um, like as something I'm not into. And now right. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I don't care what you think. That's <laughs> awesome. Sam, Lewis, any closing thoughts on anime? I am I am smack between the two, I think, because I've always I've always enjoyed it. I've always been tangentially involved in it. Again, more from the cosplay right. side of it than the watching the anime. But I did watch Cowboy Bebop when it came out. Like I I literally watched the Japanese before anybody had put the uh subtitles to it because i uh i had a friend who spoke japanese and and would give me the give me the pricey of it after the end of it because <laughs> uh, i just love the jazz the music underneath it 
yeah, it was, uh, it was just an amazing experience. And I guess it probably was like 99, 2000. Wow. Like I said, that was before it actually came over officially. Then I watched it in English and it wasn't quite as cool knowing exactly what was going on, but I still loved it. I love that stuff that, okay, I did a sort of a weird sort of uh, segue, which is sort of everything in my life. Um, my sister and I and my parents went to Madrid in, for Christmas, right before Christmas in 1983. And in the hotel, they were playing the movie, The Best Little Whorehouse in Texas, but it was all in Spanish except for the um, songs. So my parents were like, they're 12, but they can watch it because they don't really know what's happening. Um, I mean, again, it was called Best Little Whorehouse, so we knew some of it was happening. All that to say, there were things that surpassed language, and you understand. What so it I don't called. remember being that subtle, but okay. Exactly. <laughs> it, 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 it wasn't, but but yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> well, anyway, Raya and Nikki, um, or is there anything that you would like to plug, anything that you would like people to be able to find you on about anything when you said plug i was about to be like uh watch one piece watch welcome to demon school year raccoon uh, watch uh watch gangsta okay well, watch live action one piece and you didn't tell me about gangsta i heard about that from mike from uncle, your uncle mike he told me about gangsta so you're not gonna have a discussion I've told you, I told you about Gangsta two years, three years ago, actually. And I was like, yeah, it's written by a woman. I told you about it. Dad can vouch for me. I told you about it. Don't put me in the middle of this. I'm putting you in the middle of it because I vouched for it. But you I said was that like, Sam, this is so good. Sam's eyes got big, like, oh, no, no. <laughs> I have vouched for it because Gangsta is my number one. All right, well, I guess I have another one that I'm going to be watching soon. That and Demon School and catching up with the other 989 episodes of One Piece that okay. I, I need to see, apparently. Nikki, okay. <laughs> anything you want to plug or tell people about? Related to this? No. Um, Just in your life, like anything you want to promote? Nah. <laughs> Don't look for me on social media. No, I'm just I love it. <laughs> Found or not. Well, this has been really, 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 really fun. Um, thank you, Raya and Nikki. Uh, Nikki is actually going to be on a future episode that we are actually doing some uh, prep for this evening. And we'll talk more about it when you see the C slash here, because we're not visual yet. Here the actual episode. Um I'll have a plug for that. <laughs> okay, rock on. Well, anyway, Raya and Nikki, thank you so much for being here. Um, Sam, as always, you freaking rock. I and keep uh, saying that. What? I keep telling people that. Duh. <laughs> so on, on behalf of the crew and on my absent uh, other co-host, uh, Leslie Gray Streeter, um, we thank you for coming. And I'm going to get her little tagline wrong. Keep it easy, keep it breezy, keep it cheesy. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye.